This is Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. It's September 16th, 2021. Bees are packing their bags. You know, each day as I go out and, and we watch and video and interact with our bees in the farm, we we notice that there's so much we don't really know about bees. And one of the things I want to talk about today is how they move around. And I'm going to use one log hive as an example. We call it the bush log hive because it's in the bush as you walk toward our bush pond on the left-hand side. So um, we know, and the scientists do know. Now, now here's the thing: when 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 traditional beekeepers see their bees, it's it's uh, you know you go up to your hive or your apiary. It's called. You may have five. You may have fifty or five hundred hives in an area. And you look at each hive and you take care of it and you see what's happening and then there's another time frame, might be two weeks, and you come back and you do it again. So a lot of the observational data we uh, traditional beekeepers get is based on those interactions with their bees. The part that we find fascinating is because we, we walk by our bees pretty much every day, whether depending, and often we take daily videos of the hives we get sort of an understanding of what's happening behaviorally, and I really believe in watching and listening to bees as part of my role. And so if we take this log hive, let me tell you what happened. So the log hive was put up last year, uh, late in the season, so nothing happened. There were no swarms, there was, there was nothing that went on in that hive. And this year, um, at some point, a swarm uh, went in in the spring uh, didn't make it, um, and so the hive was empty. Now, when we say the hive didn't make it, we really don't know what happened other than the bees left. They didn't die, they just left. They went somewhere else. Don't know where they went. Now, where could it? Where could they have gone? Well, they may have gone and, and with the queen and just moved into another hive somewhere, an empty log, or they may have swarmed again. So re-swarming is not unusual. They may have uh, taken off and uh, gone in and taken over another hive where they, it's called uh, usurp, we call it the usurp, where they go in and they actually kill the queen or, or eventually kill the queen and go in and their queen takes over and they, they get all those resources and all those extra buddies to help them with um, their community. They may also have gone and swarmed and perished or um, Individual bees may have gone off, so, you know, 500, 200 bees here went off, joined different hives, because we know bees take bribes. So if the bees from the log hive that left had pollen or nectar and went to the front entrance of a beehive, the guards would let them in if they had food to bring, and, and this does happen some, more often than we know. So the hive was empty, the log hive, after they left. Um, and we didn't see wasps or anything go in, so that was a bit strange. Uh, then another swarm moved in, um, not too long after that, probably two to four weeks, and uh, seemed to be prospering. It, it, it wasn't large, but it did. they were bringing in pollen, and it looked like all the good signs were happening. And then we noticed one day that all of a sudden the population probably was 10 times what it was the day before. At the same time, the, um, the, the log hive near our home, St. Robert's School Hive, it vacated, it left. 
And they had some very distinctive markings on their bodies, different shades that, that made us believe that they had actually moved and taken over the log hive in the bush. <laughs> so this, this was about a month ago. And we noticed that this hive was just rocking. Um, the hive in the bush. And we noticed that the, the other log hive near our home, the St. Robert's School hive, it was empty. And wasps had taken over and started cleaning it out. So that was done. That hive was finished, but they had moved for some reason, taking over this other hive. Then just yesterday we noticed that a large contingent of robbers was assaulting the bush hive. And I posted it on Instagram. And as of today, it's still going on. So that's the evolution of that one property. And, and almost none of it, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, either it made it or it didn't make it or it, um, you know, it abandoned, this term abandoned. Well, it left. They leave and they go elsewhere. Or they Now, what's also fascinating to us, even though it's difficult to watch, is where are these professional robbers coming from in such large volumes? Because when there's a robbing or an attack, as there was the other day, we went and looked at all our other hives, watch our other hives, and there's, there, there's none of that behavior where they're bringing back, you know, where there's an influx of bees. So either it's a, a you know, a hive somewhere in the bush that, that's, you know, become experts at robbing, or, or the bees have teams they send out and they work together, because this was obviously a very large contingent of robbers. And, of course, the wasps got wind of it, and they were hanging around waiting for their turn. I don't think this bush log hive is going to make it, and it will be empty again by the time frost and snow flies. And who knows what's going to happen next year. Now, that's the cycle of one building. We'll call it one apartment. That's the number of tenants that have moved in and out and around. And Now, we really don't know what happens to bees on a daily basis because it's, it's quite possible that when you go look at a hive, on Monday, it looks fine. You go in on Tuesday, it looks fine, but it's, it actually has more bees. Well, in the meantime, that hive could have been taken over by another hive that now has a new queen and a whole new genetics and a whole new makeup that you're not even aware of. So my point to all this is bees seem to really have a lot of overnight bags packed ready to go. They, they don't seem to put down long-term roots as we think they do. I think some hives do, some bees do. They, they stay for longer or for a period of time that may even be years, but it's probably a different group of bees in that hive than you think is in that hive. And that's what I'm starting to see all around the farm. We have some hives that are, are going into the third winter, and they look like the same hives, but, you know, I really can't say. All I can tell you is we have two top bars that have never been treated going into their second winter. And we have about 20 hives that will be probably going into this winter. We may lose a few more. Who knows? Um, so bees pack their bags more so than we believe. I can tell you the frost asters and the um, goldenrod are just blooming all over the place. And uh, we see that going on. So the fact that there's professional robbers out there also goes against a lot of the science that says bees rob when there's a dearth or there's nothing else to eat. And in our case, that's never been the case all summer. Um, there is less because obviously when you have acres of clover, sweet clover blooming, it's a lot easier to get food. But the goldenrods everywhere, the 
asters are everywhere, the, the New England and the frost asters, so there's no excuse for the teams that seem to be go, going out and attacking hives. So I'm Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. Go to wildflowerbeefarm.com, have a look at what we offer, join the Bee Science Club and uh, get your coloring book pages, and let's keep working to, uh, together to better understand this amazing, this amazing uh, piece of nature. You have a great week and be well.